Today's podcast is brought to you by the Curtain Jerks Podcast, the funniest wrestling podcast on the internet, full of sketches, improv comedy, and interviews with real WWE impact and other wrestlers. To check out their stuff, go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Make sure to leave comments. Enjoy. everybody and welcome to the sports 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 podcast i'm joel anderson and joining me as always is the sports outsider phil ramton jordan is not here jordan is not here no he's also maybe alive or dead yeah. who knows we're not here to speculate as to whether or not jordan has died and that's why he's not here i'm not my jordan's keeper yeah, joel exactly it should be noted that last time there was speculation about jordan's living status sure uh well a lot of the naysayers were wrong and he was in fact alive he was that yeah. time that time this but time we all though, gotta go sometime all bets are off that's true the, all we know is that he's not here alive now yeah uh and therefore we can neither confirm nor deny whether or not he's alive but jordan if you are out there please come back to us uh, right family friends curious yeah do, do you do you know what happens between phil and i when you're not here uh horrible horrible things. things horrible things i think we talked about facebook posting before we did talk about you uh, uh, you would have been like joel sports sports and i would have been like oh bored yeah that yeah. exactly the sort of conversation that we avoid when jordan's here yes exactly so jordan also conversation we sorry, avoid when jordan's here conversations about where jordan is. yeah exactly we completely <laughs> bypass those and get into the sports which is why people love this podcast because yeah. they love hearing you talk about sports and me being confused yes that's our thing that is man <laughs> absolutely tim tebow update watch update tim tebow update watch update brought to you by mentos feel the rush in your mouth what a weird drop guys what a time. weird drop that, that was, was so weird time. absolutely Tim Tebow set to appear on Lip Sync Battle. Ah, the show on Spike of the yes. television. Subheadline, Tim Tebow may have a new woman he won't be having sex with. Whoa, uh, he is a like a virgin. Is that the song he did? Like uh, a virgin touched for the very first time? That might have been a little bit too on the nose. Oh, sure. We have to admit. So did he do I Want Your Sex? <laughs> also, that wouldn't have been on the nose. A little too on the nose. But you know what's not on his nose? <laughs> what? His vagina. That's true. He, he well, broke up. that's not losing your virginity, okay, that's technically. A, that's a fair point. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, la last time we talked about Tim Te Tebow, we covered his breakup from Olivia Culpo. Yeah, because he did uh, not have sex with her. Yeah, and because she, like any red-butted human being, was... Red-butted? Because she was getting <laughs> spanked? Could could be. Could Maybe be. that's her thing. Who knows? Regardless, some kind of sex everyone should be having. Right, exactly. She was not, and she was like, this is not living. Uh, yeah. And Tim Tebow's like, what? You're crazy. And she's like, get busy living or get busy dying. Shawshank Redemption. Boom. And then, and then she then, dropped the mic. Yeah, dumped him. Yeah. Flat out dumped him. So, uh, Limp Sync Battle, the show that looked at American Idol and said, uh, no, too hard. How can we lower the bar even further? I uh, just want to make a note. Uh, the company that I work for manages the Lip Sync Battle YouTube page, and I think the show is stellar, and the YouTube page is great. Look it up on YouTube, Lip Sync Battle. Absolutely. I don't work for that company. Okay. That's why my opinion was so staunchly negative. Okay. That's yeah. fair. Uh, Do your thing, Joel. If Jordan were here, we'd have a deciding vote. 
That's true, but instead, one-to-one. It <laughs> yeah, is one-to-one. Uh, I'm the Sanders, and you're the Clinton, yeah. and we need that third person to shake we it up. We just have to awkwardly move on. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, upcoming one is going to feature Nina Dobrev, the Hungarian beauty who is on uh, The Vampire Diaries. I knew that. Yes. I knew she was on Vampire Diaries. <laughs> How did you know that, Phil? Uh, because this is the second time we're recording this segment, because the first time your mic didn't work. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. The jokes, though, are still strong this time. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. We're crushing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. We we did riff on how, uh, you know, it's kind of shocking to know there's now an attractive person on the Vampire Diaries. It's about time. After a long history of shows about vampires not featuring attractive people. Although I have to say, I thought that Nosferatu was a little hunky. <laughs> right with that long like craggly fingers yeah. and the stone like the crazy eyes really the original edward yeah if you i like me. the bad boys yeah, absolutely yeah uh, imagine how many more tickets twilight would have sold if they'd had a nosferatu right style if they had like a, an 80 year old bald man who was creepily like ah, yeah nosferatu it was a silent movie so i, I love it you like, bella <laughs> and she's just like i couldn't stop looking at him yeah vampire the organ music every time he walked into the, the room. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. They should oh, really man. make a mashup of that. Okay. Well, so here's the thing. Okay. Uh, Nina Dobrev singing uh, Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On. Ooh. Uh, and here's the thing. No backup dancers. She went with the straight, steamy sexuality of the original song. There's a whole lot of sex in that song. Flowing out of her as she writhed around on stage. Writhed? It, uh, there was some writhing. What? One writhes to that song. I'm definitely going to look that up song, on YouTube. That is a song that you writhe to, male or female. Marvin Gaye writhed to it. It's it's a it's a writhe. It's a song about writhing. One yeah. should writhe. Yes, yeah. I. Well, don't be so <laughs> adamant about it. Just, I just want to make sure we're clear on that. For the love of God, people should writhe more. She did. She did even mosey on over to Tim Tebow and writhed against Tim Tebow. You know what? That's planted. For sure, that was something where they're like, hey, this will make ratings. Uh, probably. Against she that did kind of come off like the head cheerleader. It was like, hey, you know what would be funny? Go grind in the virgin guy. Yeah. And yeah. he was just like, whoa, 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 what's whoa, happening? Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. pile. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Uh, Tim Tebow would follow it up with his version of Eye of the Tiger. Thrill of the fight. Yeah. Rising absolutely. up to the challenge of our rivals. Yeah. Uh, the challenge of his rival uh, was, hey, bone me. Right. He did not rise up I think up the to challenge was not getting a bone on TV. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, that would have made headlines. That would definitely Tim Tebow has won. <laughs> yeah. Tim Tebow loses his virginity, does it on live television. <laughs> to his pants. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That'd be pretty amazing. Anyway, yep. the the uh, the early footage is a lot of people uh, swirling about some rumors. Oh. The rumors themselves are writhing. The rumors doth swirl. Yeah. As to whether or not Tim Tebow, uh, after the flirty dance moves laid on him by Nina Dobrev, are they going to be an item? Nope. Well, what makes you say that? Because she wants that sex. Yeah. That's, that's she's a human being. <laughs> he is a robot. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, because he's not having sex. She's also dating some guy named Austin Stowell. Oh, I bet Austin was watching that performance, going, "Why I oughta that <laughs> Tim Tebow would get punched in the face if he wasn't a professional athlete." Yeah. That said, though, Tim Tebow uh, did like it was a very athletic eye of the tiger. Uh, guy's still in pretty good shape. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, even professional athletes that aren't playing a lot are still professional athletes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh. And that brings to a close another Tim Tebow Update Watch Update. Tim Tebow Update Watch Update brought to you by Mendoz via the Rush 
You know, it's about time Satan got some work as a pitch man. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. He's got such a strong brand. Yeah, his voice is so distinctive, <sighs> and yet, I mean, I, I feel like so many people go with the generic voiceover actor. Right. Props to Mentos for looking past all of the negative press about Satan. Sure. And focusing on his talent as a voiceover artist. Well cast, Mentos. Well Absolutely. cast. Absolutely. What do we got on the show? Oh, we got some good stuff in the show this Great. week. Uh, well, uh, so, well, at first, uh, Jean told us that we were going to have one Peyton Manning. Super Bowl champion right Peyton Manning. Super Bowl championship. I know that. By. Unfortunately, he can't make it. Oh, uh, he's got, he's got, he's opening three new Papa John's this weekend or something like that. Ah, uh, so better ingredients sent, and better pizza. He sent his little brother Eli. Uh, okay, Grump, Grumpy Gus. Yeah, who now has the exact same number of Super Bowl wins as Peyton Manning. Right. So, yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk to Eli Manning, which is okay, I guess. Uh, he can clear the air, maybe, about the footage that everybody saw of him not appearing particularly thrilled about no. his brother's, you know, touchdown that really sort of buried the uh the panthers late i believe the word is he was po'd could be po'd could be yeah. nonplussed not a lot of emotion on no. eli manning's face he was, he was uh he was a grumpy guy yeah, general he rule was. of thumb true. Yeah. and we also got a weird world wide world of weird sports well what You're else goddamn do we have, right Phil? we do and i then, can't imagine what we have on after this i can't think of what it is what's it called news 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 <laughs> News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil, but not Jordan. News, news, news. Cam Newton, too sad to answer questions. Cameron. Subheadline, sports reporters still really particular about post-game press conferences. Of course they are. That's where they get all that, that uh, good depression shots. Yeah, it, it does seem interesting how this one thing that most people don't seem to care about, but mm -hmm. is really important to sports reporters, yeah. if someone disrespects the convention, suddenly finds themselves in hot water with a lot of sports reporters. I imagine, because yeah. people want to get their sound bites. It's a world of sound bites. Do people want to get their sound bites? Or do sports reporters want to get their sound bites? The sports reporters are just trying to get it for the people, Joel. Feels like they're desperately clinging to this one connection they have with the game, even though most people probably don't care. Joel, uh, the only economics that exist anymore are clicks. You gotta <laughs> get them clicks, Joel. Yeah. So, get those fingers clicking. And by that by that regard, though, uh, Cam Newton had an excellent press conference because there were a lot of clicks. There we go. Good for so him. So there he was, uh, you know, sitting there in the immediate aftermath of mm -hmm. the, the greatest professional failure of his entire life. You sure. Know, still wearing parts of his uniform, uh. trying to deal with what just happened to him. Yep. In the same room as a quarterback from the opposing or cornerback from the opposing team crowing about their team's their team's victory there. Right. Uh, and so after a few questions that he was already tersely answering, Cam Newton's he he said fuck it and he left. I mean he didn't literally okay. say fuck it, but he just got up and he walked off. Although that would have been a baller move to just be like fuck this move. and walk away. Yeah, because after all, that. Cam Newton, you know, is an adult, uh, and if he doesn't want to sit sure. there and answer stupid questions from a bunch of doughy white men in their 50s. Right. Hey, Cam, how's it feel to lose the Super Bowl? Yeah, like... Fuck you. Who, here's the thing. Outside of a press conference, anybody who asks that question to a person with him's arms reach is getting punched in the face immediately. Right, but because you have, you have the power of the crowd, you're like, I can't get punched. There's yeah. so many of us here. So that's, I mean, I guess, again, apparently sports reporters really, really enjoy lobbing douchey, pointless questions at athletes who have just recently had to deal with tremendous adversity sure. and, uh, and, and failure. Well, Cam, I support your decision. Yeah. Screw I, them. I feel like uh, the only way we can counterbalance this would be if 
you know, like athletes were allowed to uh, go into the houses of sports reporters like immediately after like they failed to get an erection. Sure. You know, so they could just be like, oh, hey, you know, Charlie, how's it feel to not satisfy your wife again tonight? Well, you know, I went in there. I gave it my <laughs> all. You know, it didn't go my way yeah. this time, but I put my heart into it. Uh, yeah. Uh, but anyway, to paraphrase the point being made by sports reporters, why don't you dance now, loser? Exactly. They wanted more dancing, and they weren't getting Is that it. what they asked him? <laughs> that would have been pretty great if no. they were like, do a little dance. I would say that was kind of the gist of the questions. Okay. Yeah. Was, Please uh, dance for us like you do when you score touchdowns. Right. Exactly. Uh, but that said, you got to understand, these reporters have a point. Uh, if you look at the questions he did answer before leaving, they were getting gold. Okay. Like, straight truth, gold answers to the questions that they were asking that's I'm just great to run through a few of these here okay uh, after he sort of he talked a little bit at length out to the first one uh uh here's what he was asked and what his message to patriots fans would be he replied we'll be back uh okay okay uh, uh that's also the uh what a uh bumper at a commercial break says sure yeah, yeah. three words uh, yep. But three words, God knows, we all would have been crushed if we had not gotten more of. Sure. Why the Panthers didn't play the way they normally played. They outplayed us. They say brevity is Fair. the soul of wit. So he is this, one witty is dude. One witty motherfucker. Right. Mark Twain, he is. On what Coach Ron Rivera told the team, he told us a lot of things. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Now that's just passive aggressive. Uh, uh, he's got a voice and speaks English. He told us a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Or you could ask him yourself. You know, uh, same difference. Yeah. But again, uh, did Denver do anything different on defense? His response? Nothing different. Okay. Uh, can he put his disappointment into words? <laughs> okay. That's a pretty... Uh, how about this? Yes. I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah. His, pr his previous answers would seem to argue that he is, yes, struggling with it. Right. He, he responded, we lost. Okay. <laughs> yep. Uh, and he asked if Denver did anything to take away running lanes. He said, yep. No. Oh, really? <laughs> he said, no. Yeah. Well, they clearly did take away some running lanes or else they would have just been able to run. So here's the thing. Think about the Pulitzer Prize winning journalism that Cam Newton has de deprived us, the public of, mm. by not giving us a chance to get 10 more minutes of his terse answers Given, uh, you know, at a moment when he clearly is not particularly interested. In I would have loved people. if he stayed up there for an hour and a half answering everything like that until they <laughs> ran out of questions. Yeah. See, that would be the ultimate revenge now, against that the press corps. Been, I, I really would have been on board with that if he yeah. refused to leave the press conference. Right, but then also refused yeah. to give normal answers. Just surly two or three word answers to, uh, to the silly questions. Uh, he wound up replying on Tuesday to a lot of the, the criticism level at him. Okay. Uh, he said, uh, yeah. He, he he acknowledged that he was, you know, not in a good space at the time. Who likes to lose, Newton said. You show me a good loser, and I'm going to show you a loser. It's not a popularity contest. I'm here to win football games. I'm pretty sure that's what Donald Trump says at the beginning of every debate. He like, sure. you, you see a good loser, you're looking at a loser. Yeah. Fine. Uh, but also, you know, uh, maybe as a point. But again, okay, I would have Donald been... Trump has a point. Is that what you're saying? No, that's that's not at all what I'm saying. Okay, I'm just making sure <laughs> Cam Newton has a as a point. Ah, yeah. But you know, again, like who knows what Cam Newton might have answered to? Uh, was Denver's defense tough uh, to play against? He might have said yes, or yeah. yes, or yeah, <laughs> or yup, 
Yeah, all possibilities, but we'll never know which. That's true. Uh, because he stormed off like a petulant child. Right. Hey, Cam, are you storming off right now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can everybody stop the presses? He said yes. <laughs> okay, joining us now on the podcast is, uh, well, he's a, a member of the same family, the younger brother of Super Bowl champion Peyton Manning. Uh, Peyton Manning, who won his second Super Bowl, uh, just this last Sunday, uh, sort of a thrilling victory coming at what might be his final season. Uh, joining us is blood relative and brother Eli Manning. Yep, I'm also a quarterback in my own regards. I just uh, wanted to throw that yeah. in there. Uh, though obviously not yep. in the same tier as your old. I brother. also won Super Bowls and uh, yeah, you, I'm you doing won too. But I think yep. a lot of people sort of argue that had a lot more to do with the the defensive effort by the Giants. Uh, and in both cases, they were more sort of sort of fluky wins. Whereas you know Peyton Manning, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time, your older brother is is something of a legend. Screw my older brother. But anyway, it's going on. Well, uh, I'm sorry. What was that? What's what did that? you say? What'd you say? I said moving on. Before that, uh, you sounded like you said something. No, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> no, really no, it's Look, look, everybody who's a quarterback goes out there, gives 110%. I'm no different. I'm sure my brother does too. Uh, sometimes the games go your way. Sometimes they don't. The game went his way. Yeah. that's the. That, those are exactly the sort of answers that we need to keep getting, and that's why we have post-game press conferences. Absolutely true. Absolutely, Absolutely. true. Yeah. But really, I want to talk about my own merits because I've right. had a really good career myself. Well, uh, 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 what we would like to talk about, though, yeah. more, more more so than your career, is the, your facial reaction that was caught on camera uh, when Denver scored their, their final touchdown that sort of put the team up by two scores in the fourth quarter. What really seemed to have mostly sort of capped, uh, you know, that win for them. Uh, you were captured on camera with a face that, that seemed, if anything, maybe sort of angry or disappointed uh, you know, so we're wondering if you could sort of clear the air a little bit and talk about what happened. Yeah, it's because I fucking hate my older brother. But let's talk about the really important Whoa. stuff, Whoa. which is I'm going to write a book. Wait, Seems what? Seems like the really important stuff is that you apparently hate your older brother. What? No, I don't hate my older brother. What are you talking you about? You just said exactly that. No, no, I was sitting there thinking about all of the accomplishments we had. I was so uh, beaming with pride that I, I couldn't even smile because I was so not. prideful. Mm. But really, I'm a great quarterback, too. And next season, I'm really going to go out there. I'm going to kick some tar. I don't think anybody would call you a great quarterback. Hey, go fuck yourself. Maybe but a it's... good quarterback. Uh, well, I'm sorry, what was that? What's that? I said that I want to talk about my book. Look, I'm going to write a book, and I'm going to call it Book of Eli. Uh, it's going to be great. <laughs> it's my autobiography. Yeah, there was uh, there was a movie that came out with that title. Wait, what? It was a movie that came out with that title. Sorry, Denzel Washington. You shut your fucking mouth. But I really want to talk about my book. E- Eli, I, what? Uh, it seems like you have Tourette's syndrome or something. You keep saying what are you talking about? Tourette? What's Tourette's syndrome? You well, you're, you said you hated your fucking brother. No, I love my you brother. We came said from you the same womb. Brother. We well, came from the exact same womb, and that's that's a bond that can't that be broken. Not stopped a lot of brothers from hating. Each I'm gonna other. fucking kill you. That's not something you that just you just said can... you were going to fucking kill me. What are you saying? I would never use that language. You Please, just not did. in polite company. You know that we're Why recording this, right? We can, what? We can just play it back, and you'll obviously be heard And then saying, you'll see that you're being crazy. I'm not Because being all crazy. I came on here to say, my brother, sure, he went and did his thing. Game went his way. Great. I got a great career, right? I am not. You do have a great career. I'm not jealous of my brother. My brother is a good... Uh, Seems like you'd be at least a little jealous of your brother. Again, I mean... Yeah, I'm going to push he, him in a well. But I really want to talk whoa. about... What? You said you're going to push your brother in a well. In a well? Yes, How would well. we even be around a well? 
In what circumstance would we be close to a well? That is just a poorly thought out thing for you to say. You're the one There's who said no it. There's no way that we're going to be around you a well. Said it. What do you mean I said it? You said it. What? I didn't say anything. I was just going to talk about the book of Eli. Is it, is it possible that you're vocalizing certain thoughts that you, you feel like you're keeping entirely internal but are in fact popping out there for the whole no world? No, God, he can read my thoughts. Don't think of anything. Don't think of anything. I'm just here to talk about my book. It's not that I can read your thoughts. Wait, what, are, what is that? You're what about reading my thoughts? Out loud. You're what are you talking about? The thing saying you just what said out loud? about reading thoughts, you said that out loud. Oh, God, he's on to me. Oh, God, don't think about fucking anybody. Don't think about fucking anybody. Look, I'm just here to talk about my book, all right? That's you, all you I just, want to do. You just said you don't think about fucking anybody. You, you're saying Wait, all what? this out loud. You're what did you say? What did you say? You're clearly worried that I'm going to Oh, gonna God, don't think about Nia Vardalos. Don't think about Nia Vardalos. Oh, God, no. No, I didn't say it. I didn't say anything about fucking anybody. Oh, I didn't, pardon my language. Nia Vardalos is a very attractive woman. What do you mean, you Nia Vardalos? Be... Who's talking about Nia Vardalos? <laughs> you were. Look, all I'm saying is that my brother, sure. Okay, whatever. My brother, whatever. Whatever. I guess he's a big deal. Whatever. Yeah. He's a big fucking deal now. Whatever. I guess he's so good because he fucking wins Super Bowls. Ooh, look at me. My name is Peyton. What kind of a name is Peyton anyways? My parents must have been idiots <laughs> to name him Peyton. There's no your, such thing as the book parents. of of Peyton, right? There this could a be a book of, of Peyton. Stupid name. Look, I'm just here to talk about me for a little bit. Well, fine. I'm, why don't we? Why don't we do about talk about your book? Though I do have to say, you know, don't don't harbor sexual fantasies that you're ashamed of. You know, if you want to have sex with Neo Vardalos, you should be okay with that. And and hey, maybe find her and ask her out. You're Eli Manning. You might be able to pull that off. Oh God, he's inside your head. Just blank it out. Just don't think of nothing. Don't think of nothing. God, he's a handsome man. God damn, he's a handsome man. No, don't think of that. Don't think of that handsome man interviewing you. Just hey, think of listen, Don't uh, think about killing your brother and pushing him down wells. Oh, God, don't think of that well that's right in the back of his house that nobody knows about. No one would ever find him. Just don't think about it. All right, clear your mind. Peyton has a well in the back think, of his wait, house? What? Just wait, what? Described, you just described how Peyton has a well in the back of his house, making your earlier well comment particularly relevant. Hey, it was a pleasure to be here, though. <laughs> okay, that's... Uh, it was a great to be on the podcast. Make sure to look out in 2017 for Absolutely. the Book of Eli. And and Eli, I'm flattered. I mean, not interested, but Wait, flattered. what are you talking about? Uh, you know what are you talking, talking about? about? You're flattered. You know what I'm talking what about. What do you mean? You're a great podcaster. Uh, what is, yes, what are you talking also, about? Uh, an attractive podcaster. No, come on. Oh, come on. No, no Jesus Christ. Hey, Jesus it's, Christ. it's okay. It's not going to happen, but I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Eli. Do I have a dumb look on my face right now? You always do. God damn it. Today's podcast is brought to you by Sue.co. That's T-S-U dot co. It's the only social media site that pays you to post. So make sure to sign up through Sue.co slash sports the number three podcast where you will get paid to post. And when you post, we get a little something too. So go to tsu.co slash sports number three podcast to support this podcast. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, Jack Dempsey. Oh, Jack Dempsey, the old club foot. There we go. Yeah. Uh, William Harrison Jack Dempsey. Ooh. I don't know how he got how all those names. Jack from how does he get Jack from William Harrison? Yeah. William, you... like the most adjustable name ever. You yeah, could be Bill. Bill. You could be Will. Right. It's true. And Harrison, you could be Harry. You could be Son. Yeah. 
Well, if you're someone's kid, you can be son. Yeah. Hair dog. Yep, hair dog. Uh, born June 24th, 1895. Uh, died May 31st, 1983. Also, uh, no- we're thinking of a different Jack Dempsey, maybe. Maybe. You keep going. Okay. Uh, also known as Kid Blackie and the Manassa Mauler. <laughs> You're thinking of the the fighter. I think I was thinking of the field goal kicker. Ah, he was an American professional boxer who became a cultural icon in the 1920s. Mm. Swinging 1920s. Yeah. The Manassa Mahler, Kid Blackie. Uh, Dempsey held the I world... I suddenly, if he was popular in the 1920s, I'm not entirely comfortable with the nickname Kid Blackie. Okay, that's fair. I, I feel like there's probably an extremely negative connotation behind that. There might be, but that's the Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, Dempsey held the world heavyweight champion from 1919 to 1926, seven years, and his aggressive style and exceptional punching power made him one of the most powerful boxers in history. History. All of history. Yep. Yeah. Uh, many of his fights set financial and attendance records, including the first million dollar gate. Oh, wow. He's the first one to make a million. Yeah. And now every boxer makes like $100 million. Well, imagine how hard it was to make money back in that fight when just the entrance cost a million dollars. Right, exactly. They, <laughs> were, they were doing it for one guy, one Rockefeller. Yeah. It's like everyone was really impressed walking in, but they were just sort of like, how are they going to pay for right. this? Right. <laughs> we better dash out of here before the bill comes. Yeah. And this is before TV, so it's only the, the, the radio rights that they're selling. That's true. Yeah. Uh, listed at number 10 on the ring's list of all-time heavyweights, number seven amongst, uh, its top 100 greatest punchers, mm-hmm. which is a very valuable list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in 1950, the Associated Usually, Press- if I'm going to try and start a fight with someone, the first thing I do is check the ring's list of top 100 punchers. Right. If they're on it, it's a hard no. Right. Then you're just like, no, I, I'm fine. Immediately decide against it. Then you yeah. say, uh, okay, you spilled your drink on me, but I'm going to let it pass. Yeah. That's what you say. Uh, so in uh, 1950, the Associated Press voted Dempsey as the greatest fighter of the past 50 years. Ooh. That was in 1950s. So, yeah. You know. Uh, Dempsey is a member of the International Boxing Hall of Fame, was included on the Ring Magazine's Boxing Hall of Fame in 1951. Early life and career, career, career. Uh, born William Harrison Dempsey in Manassa, Cal- Colorado. That's mm. where he got the Manassa Mahler. Yeah. Uh, he grew up to a poor family in Colorado, West Virginia, and Utah. He was all over the He's a rambling man. Absolutely. But he did most of his mauling in Manassa. So. Okay. Uh, the son <laughs> of Mary Ciela and Hiram Dempsey. His family lineage consisted of Irish, Cherokee, and Jewish ancestry. Oh, my. Yeah. Uh, following- he must have been popular with the boxing fans of the 1920s. Get this, though. <laughs> yeah. This is why this is weird sports, right? Uh, following his parents' conversion to Mormonism, Ooh. Dempsey was baptized in the LDS Church in 1903 following his eighth birthday. Ooh, did he also not have any fun? Well, let's get this then. Irish? Yep. Cherokee? Yep. Jewish? Yep. Mormon? Yep. Boxer? All of these things wrapped up in a single Can person. Can you imagine the disses that he was getting before the matches to get them all riled up? Yeah, and this is back when, like, anti-Irish racial slurs sure. still very much a thing. Oh, yeah. This and was, you know, not, not one to be glossed over like it is now. And Native American? That wasn't popular at that time. Jewish? Not popular at the time. Nope. And then Mormon? Yeah. Oh, it's man. It's as if <laughs> he... Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, because his father had difficulty finding work, the family traveled often, and Dempsey dropped out of elementary school to work and left home at the age of 16. And due to his lack of money, he frequently traveled underneath trains and slept in hobo camps. Underneath trains? Yeah, he slept underneath, underneath trains. Underneath trains. Well, it's like if you, if you watch the movies of olden times where a train is parked in the rail yard at night, and then the hobos sleep underneath it for shelter. I always thought they climbed into the cars. Well, the cars had closed doors, Joel. Yeah. They don't want people stealing the freight, what Joel. If, what if the train starts going before then you wake, you wake your up. ass up? <laughs> I would certainly hope so. Have you heard how loud a train is, Joel? If well, you can sleep through that. I'm a very sound sleeper. You'd so. have to be very sound if you have, like, a million tons of metal going <laughs> over the top of you. I would build myself a lean-to if I could not find a car to sleep in. But, dude, hobo. Catholic, <laughs> Jewish, Cherokee, Mormon, boxer. <laughs> this guy got around. Mm-hmm. Desperate for money, Dempsey would occasionally visit saloons and challenge for fights, saying, I can't sing and I can't dance, but I can lick any SOB in the house. What a badass. This is like my favorite person we've ever yeah, profiled. It's amazing. Wide World of Weird Sports. My eyes lit up when I was reading this. I'm like, can you imagine? He's like a cowboy, f- but a fighter. Yeah. Where he's just like, hey, somebody throw me a nickel and I'll beat the shit out you of know, someone. You know where this especially works is when everyone's like, we're not going to fight you, kid. He'd be like, oh, yeah, well, I am Cherokee. And they'd be like, oh, we're still going to let it go. And he'd be like, and Irish. He'd be like, you son of a bitch. Right. And then, yeah. And he'd be like, wait, I'm also Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Mormon. Six- no. If, if nobody's getting through all of those without picking a fight with him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. According to Dempsey's autobiography, he rarely lost these uh, these barroom brawls. For a short time, Dempsey was a part-time bodyguard for Thomas F. Kearns, president of the Salt Lake Tribune and son of Utah's U.S. Senator Thomas Kearns. Wait a second. Rarely lost those. Yeah. Man goes on to be the heavyweight champion of the world and he wasn't winning Dude, every fight Dude, it was a bare-knuckle boxing fight. Well, sure, but... He was the heavyweight champion of the world. Fair, fair. Well, not at that time. Well, sh- but my assumption would be, if you're a person who's going to be heavyweight champion of the world, you should never lose a bar fight. Well, here's the other thing. Because he occasionally fought under the pseudonym Kid Blackie until 1916, just Dempsey's... In, just in case he needed one more thing to piss off right, all exactly. the people in the exactly. 20s. Dempsey's complete boxing record is not known. He competed as Jack Dempsey in 1914 as a tribute to middleweight boxer Jack non parial Dempsey. What? Yeah. He just took this guy's name? Yeah, it was a tribute. <laughs> so he just changed his name from William yeah. to Jack Dempsey. Yeah. Uh, so after the United States entered World War One in 1917, Dempsey worked in a shipyard and continued to box. Afterward, he was accused by some boxing fans of being a slacker for not enlisting. Yeah. Pretty I mean, you know, the United States was only in the war for like a year. Let's not go too crazy. Yeah, this remained a black mark in his reputation in ni- until 1920, when evidence produced showed that he had attempted to enlist in the U.S. Army, but has been classified 4F. On account of what? I don't know, because he's a boxer and he had an awesome career <laughs> after that. Physically capable of being a professional boxer, well, can't be a soldier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what, Joel? I'm going to leave this up to you. We're running out of time, but there's so much more to cover. Should yeah. we do the more of this next week? Let's make it. Let's make it a twofer it's for be Jack a party. Yeah, and this brings an end to another wide world of weird sports. 
citizens of podcast town this brings to a close another sports 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 podcast but before we go eli manning would like to give you our contact info. all right we're here you can find us on soundcloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast at soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast you can hear all of our back episodes on that one yeah thanks don't be a passive aggressive piece of shit what or that? Can, what's that? What did you just say? To I me? didn't say nothing in the middle of the drops. Uh, you can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. They, they're posting all kinds of funny stuff and news of the day. So you can get your sports news and get a little commentary. It's fun. It's fun for everybody. Thank you. Very informative. God, shut your handsome mouth. <laughs> or you can find. Uh, wait, what, what? What did you just say? You just you said. I said facebook.com no. slash sports number three we'll podcast. That's what I that. said. All right. Or you can go to our official sponsor, sue.co. That's tsu.co slash sports number three podcast. The only social media site that pays you to post just like Facebook. When you sign up through our link, we get a little kickback as well. So go to tsu.co slash sports number three podcast and uh, post. Get, a, get us a little cut. You did that almost as well as I imagine Peyton would have. You son of a bitch. I'm going to murder you in your sleep tonight if I don't kiss you first. All right, I'm taking off. Bye. All right, see ya. Hey, Phil. Hey, what's going on, Joel? Uh, you think I should date Eli Manning? Yes. He's very wealthy. Yep. I'd have to at least consider it. You got nothing else going on. Yep, lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.